Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. On today's show, we will discuss how senior wide receivers Josh Hammond and Freddie Swain have set an example for the rest of the team to follow. In the second segment, we'll discuss redshirt freshman quarterback Emory Jones and how he's been patient with his limit opportunities so far. And in the final segment, we'll bring you some comments from Florida coach Mike White, who recapped the FSU game and looked ahead to the Gators' next matchup against Towson on Thursday. But I want to start this show with some comments that Florida coach Dan Mullen made on Saturday after the Vanderbilt game. He singled out Josh Hammond and Freddie Swain, who are both senior captains and play the slot receiver position, and he commended them for the leadership that they've shown this season. Both of them play the same spot and yet haven't argued at all this year about who gets to start. In fact, after Kadarius Tony went down in week two, they decided that they were going to alternate each week on who gets to go in the starting lineup. And Mullen said that it has never been an issue for them this season, and that is pretty rare to see in this day and age. I mean, our two, two team captains play the same position. I mean, and to be honest with you, I, haven't, I don't know who – I can't tell you how who started how many games, and I've never heard a thing about it. All I hear about those guys just, hey, get on the field, play hard, play special teams, be a team player, do what's right, and that, that just shows unbelievable leadership. I, I, don't, I don't know if you're going to find many teams that their two team captains are wide receivers. Both receivers play the same position and split time. And, I mean, that's not a complete meltdown. You know what I mean? That <laughs> um, just shows, shows how the leadership of that position, what, what Coach G's been able to do with them. And I thought it was pretty interesting that Mullen decided to highlight those two guys as an example for the rest of the team to follow. We all know that Florida just had a recent transfer with Chris Bleich, and Trey Dean was also upset last week with his playing time in the secondary. And then you have guys like Freddie Swain and Josh Hammond, as well as Mahmoud Diabate, who just get into the game and try to make the most of their opportunities. They don't worry about whether they're starting. They don't worry about how many plays they get or how many series they go in. They just try to do their job and deliver when their number is called. And they don't pay attention to who plays more snaps or who gets better stats. And I talked to Freddie Swain on Tuesday about this, the dynamic that he has with Josh Hammond and what type of example that it's setting for the rest of the team. All the receivers are like my brother, so I mean, I don't care who's in, I don't care who scores, I don't, that, that doesn't matter to me. As long as we get a win and as long as somebody has fun and is getting off, I mean, we're all going to have fun, but as long as somebody is catching the ball and we're not letting the ball drop, I don't care who catches But what does that say about your mentality and Josh's mentality? Because most guys don't have that um, mindset. I mean, I guess you can say we're selfless. Uh, it really doesn't matter. I mean, like I said, that's like my brother. So if he's happy, he's successful. I feel like I'm successful. So. Do you feel like you always had that mindset coming into college, or did you mature and maybe feel that way? Like I ain't never been selfish. I don't. I don't really mind whatever's meant to be. I tell guys all the time, whatever's meant to be, whatever's meant to be. So if it's meant for me to catch the ball and then score with it, then that's what it's meant to be. But if it's meant to Josh to do it, it's, it's meant for Josh. Dan, Dan says though that he uses that as an example for the young players. Right. I mean, it, it, it shows a lot of character when, I mean, as far as when you give it to like the whole team as, as for them to kind of look at and they see how me uh, hard me and Josh work and we don't never complain about who gets the ball or, you know, you know, just things like that. I mean, it, it can carry over the younger players and as they grow and get older, they can kind of, okay, well, he didn't get mad, so let me not get mad. So, you know, it 
just kind of help the team and, and get better. You guys, senior class, you want to leave this program in a lot better shape than you found it. <laughs> right, right, right. As long as you come out and get a win, and I mean, I feel like we done turned the program around a mm -hmm. whole 360 as far as what Coach Mullen came into and the, the guys that were, you know, we're, we're trying to, like the mentality of guys, and I think it uh, all around in the, in the, it's in the good in like a good form and, and heading towards the right direction. So, I mean, I think we're doing pretty good. I mean, just two years ago was that Missouri game that there that was really kind of a low point. Right. I mean, it's all I'm, well, as, as captains and as leaders, we try to get each other together and not focus on what happened in the past. We just focus on now and things that we can control. We try to control uh, just things like that. And hopefully we just come out and execute. Missouri has the number one passing defense in the conference. What stands out about them? Um, they're big in the back. Uh, they're big in, at safeties. They're big at corners. They run well. They tackle excellent. So, I mean, we just got to come out and execute, play our game. It'll be a hard-fought game, uh, receivers versus DBs, and hopefully we'll have fun. What do you think that quarterback room is going to be like in the spring when Felipe comes back and all the three of those guys are competing? I, I feel like the, the competition level is going to be through the roof. I mean, guys are going to have to make plays because you got quarterbacks that can sling it. So, if you're, if you're looking to come and make a play, then – by all means, you got the quarterbacks to do it. So, I mean, I feel like Coach Mullen put him in the right positions either way. So, I mean, I, the competition level would be through the roof. What does it say about what Dan has done to develop that room? And like you say, you're, you're on your way out. A lot of receivers probably excited to, to maybe come catch passes from these guys. Right. I mean, uh, Coach does a good job of, like, just changing. I don't know how he does it, but he changes, the, like, the mindset of, of guys. And, like, guys just are ready to compete. They're not ready to – okay, I want to start, and if I don't start, I'm just going to tank. Guys are like, okay, I don't start. Let me try to compete. I'm trying to uh, step into a bigger role. And, like, I don't know how he does it, honestly. If you look, he has a track record that's, like, through the roof, wide outs and quarterbacks he done coach and old linemen he done coach. I mean, he kind of – yeah, you feel me? So it's like – why, why not listen to the guy? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's, yeah, so it's kind of like one of them. And, like the young guys are getting it, and they're kind of you kind of see them molding into the, like like a, a, a better man. I don't know. It's weird how he does. I also asked Florida wide receiver Van Jefferson to chime in on Hammond and Swain, sharing playing time in the starting lineup and what type of message that sends to the rest of the receivers as well as players at other positions on the team. I think, you know, that's a testament just to the guys in the room. I think, you know, we're all unselfish, you know, uh, uh, you know, that just, it just matters when, the, you know, the plays that you get in, you know, what's going to, are you going to make the play when you get in? So, you know, those two, are the, those, those two guys, man, are like, you know, the best teammates you can have, you know, and, uh, uh, and they are just like, you know, great leaders for this team. And With the depth that you guys have at receiver and, and how many guys are unselfish about who starts and what type of example do you think that that sets for other positions on the team when guys see that? Yeah, I think, you know, that, you know, that relates to all the positions. You know, they see us go out there, just be unselfish, you know, you know, like uh, Trey like tweeted one time, you know, when somebody scores, we all score. And that's kind of mentality that we have, you know, uh, you know, when somebody scores, man, we're like try to be the first one down in the end zone when, um, when someone scores, man. So I think, you know, other positions are getting that same thing, too. And I think that's what's making you know our team pretty good. When we come back from this first break, we'll talk Florida quarterback Emory Jones and some of the comments that he made on Tuesday. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. Welcome back into the show. 
Florida quarterback Emory Jones met with the media on Tuesday following his three-touchdown performance against Vanderbilt, and you can read my feature on him in the Lake City Reporter. Dan Mullen said on Monday that despite the success Jones has had this season, he is, quote, obviously disappointed with his lack of opportunities as Kyle Trask has put up some big numbers in the passing game this season and kind of run away with the starting job. You thought that when Felipe Franks went down with a season-ending injury against Kentucky that Jones might have an opportunity to be QB1, but Trask has filled that void and hasn't looked back since the comeback win at Kentucky. There's been some weeks this season where Jones hasn't been able to get in with the packages that were in the game plan for him. And Mullen spoke this week about how the redshirt freshman quarterback has been dealing with that. I don't know that he's doing things a lot better now than he's been doing for the last month. I think he continues to grow and improve. You know, his biggest one that we always talk about with him, and he knows this, is, is just consistency of that. I, I think, you know, he can make some special things happen on the field. He's got a lot of talent, both running and throwing with his arm. Uh, and one of the biggest ones, you know, I told him is, is, you know, you guys hear me say this a lot with the quarterback, is, is make the unspectacular plays. You know, is this consistency, and that's the one I talk to him all the time about, consistently making unspectacular plays. He can make spectacular ones, uh, but consistently make the easy, unspectacular play. And I, I think that is always a learning curve, especially for young guys. Like, Coach, you see this spectacular play I made? I did. Absolutely, I saw it. It was unbelievable, right? But what about this, like, little simple one here? I got you. You know, I mean, just do, 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 do the little things and the simple things really, really well. And I think that's a big part of development. I think that's what he's improving on and continues to grow on and continues to learn from to do that. Now, despite being disappointed, according to Mullen, Jones didn't show any signs of that when he met with the media on Tuesday. He said that he's being patient with the process. He's trying to develop under Coach Mullen and improve his game. And he acknowledged that Kyle Trask has been hot since he got in in the Kentucky game. There hasn't been a reason to pull him. And therefore, he's just trying to make the most of his opportunities and make something happen when he gets into the game. He said that Mullen is constantly reminding him to be patient with the process and giving him things to work on. Jones said that he can feel himself getting better as a quarterback, even though he's not playing that much. The question now is when is he going to have the opportunity to play more? Trask will be able to come back next year for his redshirt senior season. And Mullen said on Monday that there's a slight chance Felipe Franks could return from injury for spring ball. And that would leave Jones with two senior quarterbacks ahead of him on the depth chart going into spring practice. But as he said in his interview on Tuesday, he's not thinking ahead to the future and worrying about spring ball. He's just focused on trying to get better now in season. And he believes that when the opportunity does come for him to be the starter in Dan Mullen's offense, he's going to be able to do some big things. I mean, it's definitely exciting for me to go out there. And, um, I scored a touchdown at all in the swamp, so let alone three. So I feel excited, you know. I just uh, took advantage of my opportunities. So I feel good. When you get opportunities like that in the game, I mean, you were in the first half. Mm -hmm. Just, just what's your mentality when you get in there and, and those opportunities that Coach Mullen gives you? Um, well, the first thing I think of when I first go out there is I don't want to try to do too much. I just want to uh, manage the game and um, catch the floor of the game. So I know when I get back out there, I'll be more comfortable, and then I can I just play more loose. When you're working with a guy like Dan Mullen, how much does that help knowing that you're getting the development and just learning? Yeah, I mean, um, the patience. It's kind of hard for anybody, you know, especially in my position. So, I mean, but having him around, I mean, he always, like, just come, like, pull me to the side and tell me, like, it's a process, tell me just patience and um, tell me, like, more things I need to work on. So I just, like, start focusing on, on those things more. 
I feel like like me getting better is like the biggest thing to me anyways. It's just like it's getting better like day by day. So I mean if I'm playing or not, you know, I'm still like better than myself, so I still feel better. When Felipe went down, how, how much were you hoping to get that starting job and, and how do you feel like you've handled Kyle getting that position? Yeah. Uh well well I kinda like knew like what it was already. I mean, like he just told us I told both of us, you know, just stay ready. Like like exactly when he went down, he came to both of us and like like both of y'all are probably gonna play uh, the rest of this game. I mean, Kyle went in, he was hot, so I mean, it wasn't no reason like, to pull him. Sure. So. How impressed have you been with, with him? And Just like his poise. Like, just like you said, like he never like, seemed to get rattled, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, I think that's the main thing. I've been learning a lot from him, just like seeing him, I like, made some mistakes and him like not like getting down about it. So, I mean, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. He showed off his legs on Saturday, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. I told him, I told him when he ran. <laughs> Uh, that one there for the end zone, I was like, I told him you look fast right there. He was like, yeah, you know, I had to uh, get the step on, you know. So. <laughs> Dan Mullins talked about how he's going to tailor his offense around what the quarterback does best. Mm-hmm. Is that encouraging for you, seeing Kyle's success, knowing that, that when your time comes, that that's going to happen for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, Coach Mullins, he's, like, worked with all types of different quarterbacks in uh, different systems, and all of them seem to, like, revolve around the quarterback. So, I mean, right now, like, it's revolving around Kyle, like, until I get in the game. So I mean, I feel like when I get that on um, spot eventually, like it just be crazy. Like, like we can do a lot of things. What's gonna be your mindset going into spring ball? And I know obviously you focus on Missouri, but mm-hmm. Coach Mullen said this week Felipe could be back from injury. Yeah. Just, what do you feel like that competition could be like? Uh, I mean, like it could just. I mean, I approach it like any spring, you know, just going in trying to get better, and like find the little things that we need to work on before we get to camp. So you know, I'm just. I focus on like bettering myself and you know just like staying focused on the next step in the process. What do you want to accomplish personally the rest of the season, like within your game, and, mm-hmm. and what what do you want to work on in the off season? On um, the rest of the season, I just want to focus on you know just take advantage of my opportunities. Cause I know um, they're limited, so like, when I get in the game, I gotta make something happen. When we come back from this last break, we'll play you some comments from Florida basketball coach Mike White. You're listening to Locked On Gators, your team every day. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Florida fans, if you're making your way to Gainesville this fall for UF home games or you're just a sports junkie like me, then I've got the perfect place for you. The Mealy Pop Shop, located off I-75 on 39th Avenue, is your one-stop shop for sports cards, memorabilia, autographs, gaming, and collectibles. I've been able to load up on my Michael Jordan cards since the shop opened last year. They have college and NFL games on in the store every weekend and a bunch of cool events, sometimes featuring former Gator players like Percy Harvin. Their NFL weekly pick is free and fun with weekly prizes and a season-long prize so check out the mealy pop shop at 3700 northwest 91st street gainesville florida or call at 352-204-5573 welcome back into the show mike white met with the media on wednesday to get the latest on where his basketball team is at we had graham hall from the gainesville sun on yesterday's show to discuss the loss to fsu what it means for this team and where they try to go from here. White went into detail Wednesday about what went wrong against the Seminoles, how the team has tried to regroup and practice this week, and what it's going to take for them to bounce back on Thursday against Towson. Our guys, uh, I think we're in a, in a pretty good place, despite the obvious. You know, um, 
I think that we've been um, in a positive way humbled a little bit, I hope. Um, it's not like we had bad practices going into the Florida State game, though, anyway. Just uh, didn't play particularly well, and, and Florida State had a lot to do with that, the way that they defended us. Um, we didn't convert, didn't make shots, uh, didn't execute really well. Uh, but I thought we competed at a really high level, uh, defended and rebounded pretty well, really well a lot of times. Um, made some mistakes there in the second half defensively. Um, some of those were, were young guy mistakes, some of them were freshman mistakes. Um, for the most part, I thought our, our four older guys really defended at a high level uh, and competed. Uh, so yesterday came back. I think we, we learned a lot from the film. Uh, had some individual meetings with guys, and um, what can you do? It's, it's, you play again you know, on, on Thursday, so it's a quick turn, and, and then we've got another quick turn, and then another quick turn. And so the beauty of it um, is that you get a lot of opportunities in college basketball. You get 31 of these, and uh, got to put it behind us and learn from it. Yeah, he was open the whole game. He's open the whole game, and you know, so much of this is trial and error. If I could have it back, uh, it, we would uh, probably put a little bit more structure to the fact that, hey, we are going to dribble the ball here or pass it here, and it is going there, and then we're going to play off of that guy um, at least a few times a half um, as opposed to, hey, we've got to get him the ball in our continuity stuff, in our, in our freedom stuff, because we didn't get him the ball. And... Uh, so you, you're just evaluating at all times, you know. Uh, moving forward offensively, we're, we are definitely a work in progress, of course. We can all see that. Um, I, but I do like where we are, uh, for the most part, defensively, especially with our vets, um, competing. And then, you know, to match those guys on the glass, did some good things. Just uh, we got to settle in offensively, find some identity, figure out who we are offensively, play to our strengths. Experience is always going to be a factor with this team, um, but I, I think it's more so the mentality. Uh, I, I just think we had the wrong approach. I, I was disappointed. I was most disappointed. Again, I thought we fought, but we competed, um, and that thing would not go in for us, and we kept competing. And, and so th those are some positives there. The biggest negative again is is guys trying to do it on their own, and, and we hadn't seen that to this point. Um, you know, the stage was big, the game was big. Um, of course, uh, you're on ESPN, you've, we've got a great crowd, and we tried to play some, some hero ball. Um, as opposed to, I, just, I thought we lost connectivity, you know. Um, move the ball, execute what we're trying to do. This is open, let's throw it there, you know. Or, or I've got an, a, a closeout to attack, let's, let's attack it. I've drawn two guys, he's open, but I know I can make this shot and shoot it. That's, that's not the right play. It, you know, we had several possessions where we had extras open, uh, and they threw extras. And they saw that film. My, my guys saw that film. We watched it a bunch. Uh, Florida State threw extras to each other. They had us in rotations. We shot, we shot eight or ten contested ones. Um, well, I can make that shot. Yeah, well, he's wide open, and, and we've got to – we, and I don't necessarily think it's a selfishness thing. I think it's just I'm trying to do it for us. I'm going to try to put it on me. It's, it's not the right way to play, especially against high-level defenses. Mm -hmm.
Return uh, five starters. Um, big, strong, tough team at every position. You got a bunch of guys that look like they could play for Coach Mullen. Um, Coach Scary's done a good job there for a long time. Always high level um, uh, defense, uh, always terrific on the offensive glass. To, from an outsider looking in, it looks like they evaluate and recruit tough kids, um, run good stuff, execute. Um, it's a good league. You know, they're old, they're tough. Again, they're physical, they're strong. Um, it's going to be a great challenge for us. That'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we discuss how Freddie Swain and Josh Hammond have set an example for the rest of the team to follow. In the second segment, we discuss how Emory Jones is being patient with the process at quarterback. And in the final segment, we played you some comments from Florida coach Mike White. On tomorrow's show, we'll get a look at Missouri and what type of challenges the Tigers could present on Saturday. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators, your team every day.